One, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine, ten, eleven, twelve.
further beneath your anger. We are overwhelmed by your fury. We spread our sins before you, our secret sins, and you see them all. We live our lives beneath your wrath, ending our years with a groan. Seventy years are given to us. Some even live to eighty. But even the best years are filled with pain and trouble. Soon they disappear and we fly away. Who can comprehend the power of your anger? Your wrath is as awesome as the fear you deserve. Teach us to realize the brevity of life so that we may grow in wisdom. Oh Lord, come back to us. How long will you delay? Take pity on your servants. Satisfy, uh, satisfy us each morning with your unfailing love so we may sing for joy to the end of our lives. Give us gladness in proportion to our former misery. Replace the evil years with good. Let us, your servants, see you work again. Let our children see your glory. And may the Lord and our God show his approval and make our efforts successful. Yes, make our efforts successful. Those who live in the shelter of the Most High will find rest in the shadow of the Almighty. This I declare about the Lord. He alone is my refuge, my place of safety. He is my God, and I trust him. For he will rescue you from every trap and protect you from deadly disease. He will cover you with his feathers. He will shelter you with his wings. His faithful promises are your armor and protection. Do not be afraid of the terrors of the night nor the arrow that flies in the, in the day. Do not dread the disease that stalks in darkness, nor the disaster that strikes at midday. Though a thousand fell at your side, though 10,000 are dying around you, these evils will not touch you. Just open your eyes and see how the wicked are punished. If you make the Lord your refuge, if you make the Most High your shelter, no evil will conquer you. No plague will come near your home, for he will order his angels to protect you wherever you go. They will hold you up with their hands so you won't even hurt your foot on a stone. You will trample upon lions and cobras you will crush fierce lions and serpents under your feet. The Lord says, I will rescue those who love me. I will protect those who trust in my name. When they call on me, I will answer. I will be with them in trouble. I will rescue and honor them. I will reward them with a long life and give them my salvation. It is good to give thanks to the Lord, to sing praises to the Most High. It is good to proclaim your unfailing love in the morning, your 
faithfulness in the evening accompanied by a ten-string instrument, a harp, and the melody of a lyric. You thrill me, Lord, with all you, you have done for me. I sing for joy because of what you have done. Oh, Lord, what great works you do. And how deep are your thoughts. Only a simpleton would not know. And only a fool would not understand this. Though the wicked sprout like weeds. And evildoers flourish. They will be destroyed forever. But you, O oh Lord, will be exalted forever. Your enemies, Lord, will surely perish. All evildoers will be scattered. But you have made me as strong as a wild ox. You have anointed me with the finest oil. My eyes have seen the downfall of my enemies. My ears have heard the defeat of my wicked opponents. But the godly will flourish like palm trees grow strong like the cedars of Lebanon, for they are transplanted to the Lord's own house. They flourish in the courts of our God. Even in old age, they will still produce fruit. They will remain vital and green. They will declare, the Lord is just. He is my rock. There is no evil in him. Lord is king. He is robbed in majesty. Indeed, the Lord is robbed in majesty and armed with strength. The world stands firm and cannot be shaken. Your throne, O Lord, has stood from time immemorable. You yourself are from the everlasting past. The floods have risen up, O Lord. Floods have roared like thunder. Floods have lifted the pounding waves. Mightier than the violent raging of the seas. Mightier than the breakers on the shore. The Lord above is mightier than these. Your royal laws cannot be changed. Your reign, O Lord, is holy forever and ever. O Lord, the God of vengeance. O oh God of vengeance, let your glorious justice shine forth. Arise, O oh judge of the earth. Give the proud what they deserve. How long, O oh Lord? How long will the wicked be allowed to look? How long will they speak with arrogance? How long will these evil people boast? They crush your people, Lord, hurting those you claim your own. They kill widows and foreigners and murder orphans. The Lord isn't looking, they say. Besides, the God of Israel doesn't care. Think again, you fools. When will you finally catch on? Is death the one who made your ears? Is he blind one who formed your eyes. He punishes the nations when he also punishes you. He knows everything. Doesn't he also know what you are doing? The Lord knows people's thoughts. He 
he knows they are worthless. Joy for those who discipline, Lord, those who teach with your instructions. You give them relief from troubled times until a pit is dug to capture the wicked. The Lord would not reject his people. He will not abandon his special possession. Judgment will here again be founded on justice. And those with virtuous hearts will pursue it. Who will protect me from the wicked? Who will stand up for me against evildoers? Unless the Lord had helped me, I would soon have settled in, in the silence of the grave. I cried out, I am slipping. But your unfailing love, O oh Lord, supported me. When doubts filled my mind, your comfort gave me renewed hope and cheer. Can unjust leaders claim that God is on their side? Leaders who decrees permit injustice. They gang up against the righteous and condemn the innocent to death. But the Lord is my fortress. My God is the mighty rock where I hide. God will turn the sins of evil people back on them. He will destroy them for their sins. The Lord our God will destroy them. saint has made it home, y'all. 
What a glorious day this is. I know it can be sad. I've been there. But God is still good. He's a good God. And I'm reminded I, I, I cool breeze. He and I, I often we, we go to the same barber and, and, and so it would be every Thursday that I'm there, he's always there before me to get his head shaved. I, I go to get a haircut, but he was getting his shaved. But I would say this, that he always had us all laughing. Always. And I would say this to, to you, Valerie, and to the last thing that he said to me right here at this church. He said, my time has come. And one thing he said that he said, I, I'm not worried about me. He said, I'm not worried about me. He said, I know where I'm going. I, I know my maker would be there to meet me. He said, but I, I'm worried about my wife and my children. And I said to him, I said, you trust God, don't you? He said, yes. I said, well, God is going to take care of them. He said, you're right. He said, you're right. And I hope and I, I believe that he went knowing the comfort that God's going to take care of his children and his wife. So we just come today, we celebrate this day of a saint that has made it home. And we're going to uh, adhere to the wishes of the family. We're going to follow the program they have given us to follow. And we're now going to have a selection by the Limestone Choir. We're going to have scripture by Elder Howard Rucker, followed by prayer by Elder Hewitt Sawyers. Amen.
I've been ever depending on the Lord. Amen. Amen. Depending on you. Grace, mercy, and peace be unto you for my Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ, the one who gives us the victory. Uh, we've come to celebrate a home going. Listen uh, to the angel of this house and to this family. Amen. Just my family. Amen as well. I have much I could say, but let me just tell you what the Lord says. Amen. Uh, uh, the book of Job, uh, chapter numbers 14, beginning at verse 7, for there's hope of a tree, if it be cut down, that it will sprout again, and that the tender branches thereon will not cease. Though the roots thereof wax old in the earth, and the stalk thereof die in the ground, yet though the sin of the water will bud and bring forth uh, like a plant, but a man dies and wasted away. Yeah, man, give it up to ghosts, and where is he? And the water fell from the sea, and the flood decays and dries up. So man lies down and rise not, till the heaven be no more. Then shall not awake, nor be raised out of his sleep. Oh, that thou would hide me in the grave that thou would keep me secret until thy wrath be passed, that thou would appoint me a set time and remember me. If a man died, shall he live again? All the days of my appointed time will I wait till my change come. That shall call and I will answer thee that I will have a desire to the works of thy hand. Ten verses that said chapter the word of God for his people. And they said amen. servant of this house, Pastor McCullough, to all of the clergy, to the bereaved family, which I'm a part, I come in humble submission to the will of God. I, like Pastor Rucker, have a lot I could say but I'm going to do what I was asked to do. May we bow in prayer. Almighty and all wise and everlasting God, we come this day in humble submission to your will. God, we confess that sometimes when your will is done, it causes us pain and sorrow. But we realize, oh God, that your will must be done. And Father, we love you enough that we know that when your will is done, we can take solace in knowing that you love us enough 
that in accordance with Romans 8 and 28 for we know that all things work together for our good now God I pray for these family members there's a wife going to have to continue to face days coming that she's been able to depend on a, a good husband God you said in your word though that you'd be <laughs> a husband for the husbandless and these children who had a good dad you'd be a father for the fatherless and then here's Ricky God remind him that you'd stick closer to him than a brother my God I just know that you are God who will do all that we stand in the need of now God remember this church family because God uh, you know what they need at the same time now father Donnie was not only good to his family and to his church but he was good to the community uh, he he was he was an official uh, in games and and he was a he stood and, 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 and was a cross in God. He, 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 he believed in doing things for others. God, he's, he's going to be missed. But, but God, I know you can make up where we're lacking. God, just do what you do. And I, I know when you do what you do, Everything is going to be all right because, God, I, I know that you're able to do anything but fail. Oh, yes, you. God, I know you. Oh, you're deeper down than hell and higher than the heights above. Oh, God, just do your do. Oh, thank you, God. Now, I, uh, uh, I, I, I can't... Uh, uh, fix things like you can but I know when you're done everything is going to be alright thank you God thank you God for Donnie Vaughn now God as I close this prayer bless us all for having the opportunity to know Donnie died at an early age but that's alright we did get to know him so thank you for that God thank you for the blessing in the powerful name of Jesus our Christ we do ask it all and for his sake we do pray and the born of God said Amen
for solo by Sister Bonnie Hatcher, followed by Reflection by Mr. Steve LeVon, and another solo by Sister Shalita Lacey. Amen.
y'all may have to bear with me a little bit. I'm sure going to miss that laugh and that smile. He and I drove all over the state of Tennessee and in several other states, and then when we couldn't drive, we'd get in a plane and fly all over the country. If we were taking a four-hour ride somewhere, it seemed like two hours because of the laughing and cutting up we did the whole way. We, we didn't look in the rearview mirror. There might have been blue lights behind us, but dealing with him was something else. A few times in the last few months, Breeze has told me he's good with God. I am too. I know he believed in Jesus, as we all believe in Jesus, and that's what gets us through times like this. I got a little scripture I'd like to read. It's 1 Thessalonians 4, 13 through 18. I'm a Gideon, and this little Bible I use for my Gideon events is pretty small print, so I have to put my reading glasses on. also helps when I took the marker out, so now I've got to find it again. I'm not a preacher, but I really appreciate preachers, because y'all are better prepared than I'll ever be. God's Word says, but we do not want you to be uninformed, brothers, about those who are asleep, that you may not grieve as others do who have no hope. For since we believe that Jesus died and rose again, even so, through Jesus, God will bring him those who have fallen asleep. For this we declare to you by word from the Lord, that we who are alive, who are left until the coming of the Lord, will not precede those who have fallen asleep. For the Lord himself will descend from heaven with a cry of command, with the voice of an archangel, and with the sound of a trumpet of God, and the dead in Christ will rise first. Then we who are left alive, who are left, will be caught up together with them in the clouds to meet the Lord in the air, and so will we always be with the Lord. Therefore, encourage one another with these words. We get sea breeze again. If you've accepted Jesus in your heart, you will get to see him again. And if you haven't accepted Jesus in your heart, I pray that you will before it's too late. Breeze and I agreed on a lot of things. We were Cowboy fans, we're Vol fans, and we're ISA fans. We disagreed on some things, too. He liked those Lakers. I'm Celtic all the way through. He liked those Braves. I told him all the time I didn't believe in minor league baseball. I liked the Yankees. <laughs> and we argued about politics, but not seriously. We could cut up with it and have a good time with it. We know that politicians are, some are good, some are bad, and some are good part of the time, some are bad part of the time. But we, we had a good time with it, never in anger. If you haven't seen that crossing guard video that's out on the internet, Get your eight-year-old grandsons and granddaughters. That's, that's what I have to do. Ten-year-olds and 12-year-olds. They pull it up for you and show you. But that was Breeze at his best. He was that away at tournaments. 
when kids would come up with their parents to the table to check in, I would deal with the parents, get the paperwork done, all that. Breeze is over there calling his little Pookie, and he <laughs> he had he had more little nicknames than anybody I ever saw. But he loved those kids. They'd start out shy, hiding behind mom and daddy. But before they left the park, they were high-fiving Breeze. I want to give you a quote that I, I've thought about, and it, uh, it fits Breeze to a T. It's from a movie. You'll probably recognize it. I think you might. But it says, every man dies, but not every man really lives. That man lived. He laughed, and he loved. He loved you three. He loved all his friends and umpires and referees and co-workers and all the people he deal with, dealt with, but he did. He lived, he laughed, and he loved. And we're going to continue with that memory. I was pleased to be his friend, his buddy, his brother from another mother. That's what he always called me. But I'm going I'm to close this with one word, and all you softball people will understand it very simple and very plain. Bingo.
of Expression by Elder Larry Pinkerton, Elder Bernard Jones, followed by Solo by Sister Denise Vaughn, the, the daughter, and then followed by Eulogy by Pastor Wayne McCullough. told me three minutes and you let Mr. Steve stay up there for <laughs> you had to know Breeze and he had a sense of humor but she told me to be obedient and I am going to be I look back at Breeze, and when I think about Breeze, I think about his brother, Richard, and he wanted to be cool and call cool Breeze, but he didn't have it like Breeze. You, you don't have it, son. Let me bust your bubble. Breeze told me to say that. Oh, man. You know, I look out in the congregation, and I see all these men and friends of Cool Breeze, the referees. And Steve, I've heard so much about you. He told me about the traveling, how you made it easy for him, and it's just truly a blessing to know a man like Breeze. But before he was Cool Breeze, his mother, I know I'm on two minutes now. His mother used to call him, Miss Emma Jean used to call him Donnie. Donnie. For all the folks on from Possum Trot. Is that y'all? Okay. Right. And then all of those who are from Kirkland and College Grove. Breeze loved all his family. I'm going to say everybody in here is Breeze family. Everybody in here is Breeze family. Everybody in here, in here is Breeze family. I'm one minute. Everybody in here is Breeze family.
Somebody told me his name was Donald Vaughn, but all I ever knew was Breeze. And so Breeze and I refereed probably together since about the early 90s. And, and you know, we always like to blow this whistle. <laughs> blow that whistle. And, and so just recently uh, in this, this past spring, or this fall, we refereed. And in refereeing, you know, Breeze is like, well, like you said, he always has something funny to say. Always. But one thing about it is, we knew that when you, he blew the whistle, right, when you blow that whistle, it gets your attention. And it, 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 may, it, may, it may get your attention in a negative way, it may get your attention in a positive way, but it, it signals sometimes the start and the finish of an event. And so we would be together in a basketball game and blow the whistle, and even when some people would tell Breeze, uh, you, uh, you, you, you blew that call, uh, didn't you see that call? And sometimes he would say, well, I seen it. I just didn't call it. <laughs> See, I just didn't call it. <laughs> and, and so that was, that, that was just breeze. That was breeze. But you know, a lot of times when we blow that whistle, it gets your attention. And God sometimes blows a whistle to get our attention. And when he blows a whistle, as I look back now at breeze, the things that he did and the things that he went through, I know that the attention I got from breeze and what I got from him was the fact of love, Valerie is that he loved his wife. We would be at a game, he would talk to people on the sideline, and they may say something, he said, well, let me tell you what my wife told me. <laughs> and he would break that down to him at times. And, and Cynthia and Janice, same thing. Now, I don't know which one of y'all he was talking about, but he would tell them, my daughter did this, or my daughter did this certain thing. So he always talked about his family. And so I would think if he had to blow the whistle for us on today, he would let us know that we need to love like he loved. We need to share ourselves like he shared. It's like you said, he was always talking to somebody. He met no strangers. Black, white, no matter what they were, he met no strangers. And he could talk that way. And so as we continue to think about the fact that the whistle that was blown is telling us to love. Love like God loved. Love the way he loved his family. And if we love that way, we can be loved back in the same way. Love back in the same way. Brother Steve, I watched this video. I think my wife pulled it up for me, though. She pulled it up for me and showed it to me. And all the people and everything that was going on, he even told me about a situation where 
when they was doing that event about how this dump truck wanted to get by. And the dump truck and the guy in there was very impatient because of all the cars that was there. And they kept wanting to get by. Finally, the guy got out of the car, out of the truck, and like was going to approach him. He said when he looked around, he had about 20 more people coming up to him and help him. He said they was his angels protecting him from that guy. And so as we go through our lives and we do things, we can take that thing from Breeze the way it was and realize that the whistle was blown. It, it, it's just like the saying is right here, I never lost in anything, I just ran out of time. And so the whistle was blown. He ran out of that time, but he did show us how to love us. I look around at all the people that are here. You, you're here now because you care for Breeze, because you love Breeze. That's why you're here. Just remember to keep on loving. Always let love abound. May God bless you and may God keep you.
show up and restore all of the faith that I let slip while I was yet searching the world for more the truest friend I have indeed you're my best friend I know I need I stretch my hands to thee come rescue me I need you right away Until today, that Larry was very close to Breeze. And after he got up for those minutes, it's quite evident why he is. Um, I stand before you by the grace of God. We pray in the obedience to the Father, the Son, and the Holy Ghost like to reverence, if you will, Pastor Sawyer, Pastor Rucker, Pastor Pinkerton, Minister Jones, Minister Moore, and Minister Jackson, and to all that are here, be there dignitaries or members or whomever, friends, acquaintances, etc. I'd like to say that this family that there's been said the essence of who Breeze is. Some might refer to him and know him as Donald Allen Vaughn. But I must admit to you, I have known him as Breeze. And I can tell you that he was a Breeze then, <laughs> and he is a Breeze now. 
You know, life is uh, very interesting. And I believe God sends people in our lives to leave deposits. And I can truly say that Breeze is a impact player. He impacted the lives of those that he came in contact with. He left something for you to remember. And Valerie, Cynthia, Janice, entire family, you need only but think of the good times, to think of the moments that you had to spend with him, and know that he has deposited in your life. And wishing not to stand and irritate you long, I, I'll try to be brief. But I want to tell you that in the book of Revelation, the 14th chapter, the third verse says, and I heard a voice from heaven saying unto me, write, blessed are the dead which die in the Lord from henceforth. Ye said the spirit that they may rest from their labor and their works do follow them. It is evident by the audience that is here today that is listening online that Breeze did works. The one thing that I believe that he was about was love. I think he was a teddy bear. <laughs> yeah. You know, Breeze might have something very quick to say or give you an impression, but I think he was a really a teddy bear. When I sit with him, he tell me of his thoughts and what he has decided. And But one thing he knew, he loved his wife and he loved his girls. And I'm, I was amazed when I was sitting in the hospital room and we were sitting there talking and, 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 and I'm trying to figure out and because actually, to me, this went very fast. Faster than I probably thought. But while we are talking, instead of Breeze talking about his circumstances, his situation, how bad things were in life, he took the time to say, now, Cynthia, you got to get him some oxtails. You see, I've, I've never eaten oxtails before. I'll say, yeah, man, I've had some oxtails. Let me take, and he went through this great story, and he said, get that man some, he was telling Cynthia, get that man some oxtails. I don't know if I'll still eat him. But I guess what I'm trying to say is, is that Breeze was concerned about the welfare and the life of others. He didn't seem to spend a lot of time on who he was. But he was most excited believing that he is helping others. It seemed appropriate that he was a referee, an umpire, and that he was calling the game and he had a game that nobody could take away from him. I call it the game of life. And just like he would blow the whistle on bad plays, 
Well, if you knew Breeze, I think he would also blow the whistle on you if you were doing a bad play with him. He didn't have any problem blowing that whistle. When you heard that, you knew something was not right. And I got to tell you that the other thing that Breeze deposited in me was he helped me to appreciate that he was prepared. See, heaven is a place that is prepared for people who are prepared. And you might ask me, well, how? How in the world, what did he do to be prepared? Well, first of all, he exhibited the spirit that lived with him, and that is of Christ. He loved in spite of. I can truly say that I don't know of anybody that Breeze wouldn't acquaint himself with, or make a friend with, or that he just give up on. No matter who you were, what you'd done, he could be your friend. And I consider it an honor to be able to say that I was his friend. And that he was friendly towards me. He gave of himself so that others may gain. And he reminded me so much of this man called Jesus. Jesus. He came down through 40 and two generations. He tore up woodwork and brass. He lived so that he could exhibit to us how we should be. And that's what Breeze did. He he loved, he lived, he, he gave us an example to be able to follow. Jesus went farther. He, he was talked about. He was lied upon. He was ridiculed. Called everything except the son of God. But you know what? He didn't say a mumbling word. And I think Breeze might went through some stuff, but you would always seem to see him on the side of smiling, on the side of repairing, establishing what was good and holding on to the favorable things. Yes, I say he loved. He loved his family. He loved the people that he associated with in umpiring and refereeing. How he would tell stories. <laughs> now it was funny. You know, I tried to stand at the back door to say bye to everybody. And when we get there with Breeze, Breeze would not, he would, he would ignore that there would be anybody around. <laughs> Because Bree's going to say what he needs to say. <laughs> He's going to take all the time he needed. And he was special that way. So what I have to say to you is that don't forget that you're in the game of life. 
And if you're going to prepare to see breeze again, then the Bible says that God gave his only begotten son so that whosoever believed would not perish but have everlasting life. And breeze would have me to tell you, now listen, if y'all don't act right, I'm going to blow this whistle. To let you know that you can't get it right alone. You must have Jesus. And he decided that at a very young age in his life that he needed Jesus to be in his life. And so if you want to prepare as Breeze did, if your life does not belong to Jesus, to make your call and your election sure and say for Jesus I live and for Jesus I die I got something to tell you I believe he's up there refereeing a game today I believe he's blowing the whistle saying y'all so if you when you get there If you get there before I do, say hi to Breeze for me. But most of all, say, God is love. And because you love, I loved. And we thank you for knowing you in the time that God gave us to you. Family, I put you in the hands of an almighty God that is prepared to take care of you, to tell you, that we be may endure it for a night, but joy comes in the morning. Everything will be all right. Say we, we need you right now. Uh, not another second or another minute, but, uh, but right now. And we ask you to, uh, Lord, as only you can do, to comfort this family, to wrap your loving arms around them, let, let them know the promise you've already made us, you'll never ever leave us nor forsake us. And Lord, we're just asking for your, your love and your grace right now shine upon all of this family and all of us that we continue to, to seek your will and as we leave this place but never ever your sight guide us each and every day it's in your son Jesus Christ's name that we do pray and say amen